Real quick, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Yes, it it really is pretty easy. And it's free. That's the bonus. That's why I have the app, because it's free. Uh, It also has certain tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I use my iPhone. It's really iPhone friendly. I know a lot of apps aren't really iPhone friendly, but this one actually is. I mean, it's pretty simple to use. Uh, Anchor will also distribute all your podcasts for you. So anywhere that has podcasts and it'll be open, Anchor will send it for you. You don't have to try to submit at different places. One click and boom, it's there. And you can, the most important, I mean, you can make money from it with your podcast. I mean, you just pump it out. And once it starts to get traction, you start making some money. It's pretty cool. And Anchor will do all that for you again. It will show you everything through the app. And it's really everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't really need a bunch of different uh, shit to try to get it going. You just download the app, hit record, uh, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I mean, Graveyard Grumbler uses it, so it must be good. All right. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. Sit back, relax, turn your lights out, light some candles, and listen to some stories about nightmares, ghosts, paranormal, and shit that just can't be explained. Welcome, everyone, to episode seven of the Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Tales. I am your host, Tina Romero Jr., aka the Graveyard Grumbler, and I have for you today three chilling stories that I hope will haunt your dreams and chill your spine and make your skin crawl. The first one is my wife's secret friend, and I'm not talking about having an affair. Another one is a camping trip that shouldn't have happened. And the third one is everyone's favorite. It's about a clown. <laughs> we all know how much we love clowns and how we love to have one and encounter one in the dark. So hopefully everyone enjoys the stories. And here we go. Wife's secret friend. My wife and I were married for three years. Sadly, our marriage didn't survive because of what I'm about to share with you. It was after our first year of marriage when my wife, who shall remain anonymous, sat me down and told me she has a secret she needs to tell me. I asked her to tell me and reassured her she can trust me. My wife tells me, Babe, I have a friend. I'm not cheating on you, but... I've had this friend since I was five years old. I look at her and say, Okay, I thought I met all of your friends. Not this one. No one can see him, but he protects me. She said. I looked at my wife and I stay quiet for a few seconds then tell her, Okay, if your friend protects you, I think everything will be fine. Thank you, honey, for being understanding. She replied. My first thought was my wife might be dealing with some mental health issues. The days went on and I noticed my wife talking to her friend more and more. I started to become concerned, but I didn't know how to suggest she go get professional help. I overheard my wife say to her friend, No, leave him alone. I actually love this one. My eyes opened as wide as my eye sockets loud. I actually love this one? I kept repeating over and over to myself. What does she mean by that? The days kept going and with each passing day I started noticing strange things happening around the house. 
while I sat watching TV, I would hear heavy footsteps on the second floor. The footsteps sounded too heavy to be my wife's. I could hear the heavy footsteps as she walked down the stairs. I'd hear low growling, but not from her body. It always sounded like it was coming from right behind her. Then things started getting violent. I would be in the kitchen getting my coffee ready when I'd feel something punch me. Then my coffee cup would get knocked off the counter. This entity broke three of my favorite mugs. I was tripped walking outside, always hearing this low growl whenever it happened. One day I was walking down the stairs and my wife was walking behind me. I heard her giggle and whisper, Okay. Then she shoved me down the stairs. I fell from us on top of the staircase, tumbling head over feet all the way to the bottom, smashing my head on the tile. I lay hurt and bleeding. My wife comes down the stairs laughing. She pulls a knife from her back pocket, mounts me, and starts slashing me. I'm screaming, begging her to stop. The entire time she's laughing maniacally. I passed out and woke up in the ICU a couple of weeks later. The cops were questioning me, asking me if I wanted to kill myself. I told them about my wife. I explained to them to go to my house and talk to my wife. The police returned the next day telling me there's no evidence of me ever being married. No pictures, no marriage certificate, not even female clothes in my house. I opened my cell phone to check my pictures and they were all gone. My social media only showed pictures of me. Everything I thought I knew was gone. I am convinced that I wasn't supposed to survive that attack. I've been in a mental health hospital going on three years now. Every night I can see my wife standing outside my window holding up a bloody knife laughing. She's staring at me with the darkest, most dead eyes I've ever seen. I'm sure it's only a matter of days before she kills me. I'm okay with that since being in this facility isn't much of a life. The Camping Trip My family and I decided to go camping for the week. We decided on a real camping adventure. You know, with tents, stars, and an open fire. We had the perfect place picked out. It was a gorgeous spot in North Texas, right next to a beautiful lake. I'm going to leave the exact name and location a secret, since I don't want the same thing that happened to us happen to anyone else. It was my wife, my three kids, and myself. We unpacked, set up the camp, and headed out to the lake for a swim and some fishing. It was a beautiful Texas evening and everything was perfect. Hell, I even managed to catch some fish for dinner, so we headed back to camp to cook the day's catch. On the way back, I noticed off in this distance some sort of animal moving. This is Texas and we have all types of critters running around. I didn't think much of it. I carry a 9mm and also a rifle just in case. I saw it run off away from our camp. Good, I thought. We settled in after dinner for the night. We all got ready for bed, and we always sleep in one tent for safety. I woke up around 3.30 a.m. I had to go pee, one too many camping beers, so 
I walked around 50 feet away from the tent to go relieve myself. I finished up and started back towards the tent when, out of the dark, a creature crept towards the tent. It wasn't any animal I've ever seen, so I shined my flashlight on it. The creature stopped, turned its head towards me, and stared. This thing was hunched over, walking on all fours. Sharp, pointy teeth, long claws on its thick, massive hands. This thing had what seemed like human skin with a piggish skin tone. I reached for my sidearm, but it wasn't there. Fuck. I left it in the tent. I started running towards the tent. I was probably 50 feet away, but I wasn't close enough. The creature ripped through the tent. All I heard was screaming and flesh ripping, bones crunching. I I got there and I kicked the creature as hard as I could, followed with a few hard punches. The creature took off running, but in his arms he had my youngest. The creature went away faster than I could keep up. I lost the creature in the dark distance. I went back to what was left of the tent and my family. My wife and two remaining kids were dead. Ripped to shreds and blood everywhere. When the park ranger and police arrived, they determined that it was coyotes that went rabid. I know for a fucking fact it wasn't no fucking coyotes, but I'm, I'm alone now. I have no wife, no kids to laugh at my dad jokes, no weekend camping trips, no trips to the ice cream shop. So please heed my warning. If you go camping, don't go anywhere without your fucking gun. The Clown I was invited to my best friend's son's birthday party. Even though I don't have any kids, I went to hang out with my friend and his family. It was an awesome party, circus theme with a few goats for a petting zoo, a tent for the sitting area, and of course, a clown. The birthday boy was enjoying the party and my buddy was glowing from how well everything turned out. I had one too many juice boxes and I had to go use the porta potty so I got up and made my way towards the porta potty passing through the yard and on my way I passed the clown. It was shocking how the clown looked. Her outfit was tattered, dirty, her makeup was smeared and faded. The white paint was dingy, her teeth were chipped and yellow. Those eyes, the whites of her eyes were black as a darkened room. In the center of the black was a deep dark red pupil. Her overall appearance was sullen and disheveled. She gave me the fucking creeps. Her eyes stayed locked on me all the way to the john. I couldn't believe my buddy hired such a fucked up clown. 
I returned to the party after my pee break. I walked up to my buddy and I asked why he hired such a fucked up clown. He looked at me with a confused look and said, what the fuck are you talking about? She's happy and great with kids. Confused, I stared at him thinking to myself that this is a joke. It was time to open up the gifts and after all the gifts were open, it was time for the clown to perform. She came out still looking fucked up, but the kids were excited enjoying the performance. My buddy was taking pictures of the clown on his phone. I asked him if I can see some of the pictures. He showed me and what I saw left me confused and speechless. On his phone I saw a clown in bright red and green costume, her face painted to match a full mouth of white teeth, her hair curled with a shiny green. She was a happy clown on camera but when I looked at her in real time she looked almost dead, dirty, just creepy. I pulled my phone out to take a picture of the clown and on my phone she looked the same as I saw in real time. Confused I told my buddy to stand next to his son so I can get a photo of them with the clown. I snapped the picture and there she was, vibrant and happy. I didn't know what to think. By this time I needed to visit the john again. I was hitting the juice boxes pretty heavy. I finished up, opened the door, and right smack in front of me was the fucking clown. She had this menacing grin on her face. She pushed me back, making me sit on the closed toilet lid. Leaning towards my face, she said, I am your childhood fears. The boogeyman in the depths of the darkness under your bed. The silence that answers your wasted prayers of hope and strength. I will haunt you for eternity. My image will wake you from your peaceful slumber. Cold, alone, drenched in sweat. You'll have nothing to comfort you. Your dreadful existence will someday come to an end. Your soul has been damned. She reached for my necklace that has a cross pendant. She held it in her hand for a few seconds. She smirked and yanked it off my neck, saying, This is worthless, just like your life. She turned and left me sitting there, scared, confused, and shocked. I hurried out of the john, told my buddy I was leaving, then I drove home. I couldn't forget what the clown told me. What did she mean by that? Fuck, I hate clowns. I had a horrible week of sleep. I woke up feeling scared, drenched in sweat. Everything she said to me was happening, I'm, and I'm starting to see her face in my dark room. Praying seems futile. I just want to get some sleep. I go grab some nighttime cold medicine in hopes it makes me drowsy. I take two. Not feeling sleepy, I take two more about 30 minutes after I pop the first dose. I lay down, close my eyes, but still couldn't fall asleep. I look at my bedside clock. The time was 2.30 a.m. Fuck. 
two hours passed since I took the last dose, so I grab another two, take those, lay down, to try and get some sleep. I toss and turn for another couple of hours. I look at the clock again, 4.30 a.m. Taking a deep breath, I grab the nighttime meds, taking the last two out of the box. Confused, I pop the pills out of the plastic bubble, grab my water, place the blue pills on my tongue. The nasty taste hits my tongue as I wash them down with the drink of water. Then it hits me. When I grabbed the box, it was new. I had to tear it from the glue that held the flaps closed. What the fuck? I whispered out loud. I looked at my phone to check the time. 12.50 a.m.? Only 20 minutes had passed since I popped the first pills. I feel my heart starting to slow down. It's becoming difficult to breathe. Difficult to keep my eyes open. Difficult to function. Then I see that fucking clown at the foot of my bed. Laughing at me, I hear her calling my name. I'll be dead soon. Ingesting 24 liquid caps doesn't give me hope in surviving this. I start to pray, but I can't remember the words. The only prayer that comes to mind is this. Now I lay my burdens down. I close my eyes in hopes to sleep. Once I die, Satan, my soul is yours to keep. May my end be swift but painful. For eternity I deserve to burn. I'll never wake forever in death's sleep. Tortured for eternity. Lucifer, my savior, my lord, I'm yours to keep. I don't ever remember saying that prayer in my life but everything's fading darker now but before I go (laughs) remember that what happens in the dark will always come to light Hopefully everyone enjoyed those three creepy tales. It was my pleasure to write and read them to everyone. If you have any stories, encounters, or any suggestions for next spooky tales, feel free to send them to graveyardgrumbler at mail.com, my Instagram at graveyardgrumblerpodcast, or my Facebook at Tina Romero Jr. That's all for spooky tales. But in the meantime, make sure your room is dark. The candles are blown out. The things that go bump in the night, I wouldn't go check. Sleep well. Have bad dreams. Let the bed bugs bite. And sleep tight. Thank you for listening. It's time to blow out the candle and try to get some sleep. Remember, don't go investigate when you hear noises in the dark. You know what happens. Enjoy the night. Enjoy the dark and try to get some rest. This is the Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Stories. I'm your host, Graveyard Grumbler. Enjoy your night. Graveyard Grumbler Spooky Day. Hey, you're so far, right?